welcome to the Arkansas Storm Team podcast. This will be the first episode of a new weekly series. I'm meteorologist Kelly Dobeck here with meteorologist Natalie Walters for this first one. And each week, a couple different members from the Storm Team will talk about a weather-related topic, and uh, yeah. we'll go from there. You kind of have our inner weather geek come out as we head into these next several weeks. So I'm excited to start these podcasts. Yeah. So if you're really into weather, it's a hobby of yours. We'll kind of talk about and get into the the super nerdy geeky side of some stuff. So today's episode is going to be all on weather myths. So Mm -hmm. I went to social media, my Instagram and Facebook and asked, what are some weather myths that you guys want debunked or think are true or whatnot, and I took kind of like the top five most asked, and those are the ones we're going to talk about today, and then a couple sprinkled in like honorable mentions, I guess, because some of them were a little crazy. Yeah, yeah. Some things that kind of old wives' tales that are kind of mixed in with this as well, but you know, there are some weather myths in that you hear them and you kind of think that could be true, and I think a lot of people almost just widely believe it. So we're kind of here to debunk some of those and um, also just talk about some of those other ones that you may have heard too. Yes, yeah. So we'll start with number one. This was the most asked weather myth is people asking, what is heat lightning? Is heat lightning real? Mm -hmm. Um, And the short answer is, so you're seeing real lightning. The lightning is real, but it is not caused by heat. It is not... um, Yeah. lightning caused by extreme humid hot temperatures or anything like that yeah i guess a lot of times heat lightning is something that it's a hot summer evening and you see lightning that kind of appears like it's close by you don't hear thunder and people assume that it's lightning that's caused by the heat and the humidity that's there and you know that's that's not true that's not how lightning forms lightning forms in a thunderstorm and that's how this height lightning heat lightning is formed it's just from a storm that's very far away yeah you're just seeing lightning that is from a storm that's in the distance um Mm -hmm. and something else natalie and i were talking about too is um besides heat lightning like keeping in mind that lightning can be you know miles ahead of an actual storm right yeah so we always hear or say i should say when the thunder roars go indoors so if you hear lightning or if you hear thunder, you're likely close enough to get struck by lightning. So that's why we want you to go indoors in that instance. But in heat lightning, uh, in this instance, the storm's just far too far away to even hear the thunder from that thunderstorm. Sometimes could be seen from up to 100 miles away from away. you. Yeah, yeah, so it could still be pretty far, but still, if you can see it or hear the thunder, you definitely want to stay inside. And this also leads me to another Mm -hmm. question a couple people have asked too is, can you have thunder without lightning? Mm -hmm. And the answer is no. Yeah. (laughs) So the reason the thunder is actually the sound of the air particles heating up in the sky from the lightning. Mm -hmm. So you can't really have one without the other. Now, granted, you could see the lightning from far away and not hear the thunder because as Natalie mentioned, the storm could be really far away, but Mm -hmm. you could not have one without the other. Yeah. Package so, deal. <laughs> a, a lot of times, yeah, we talk about a thunderstorm. Really, I guess it's kind of like a, a lightning storm because, yeah, the thunder is the result of the lightning uh, that you do see, of course. Yeah. Um, and then before we go on to the next one, anything else you want to add for this final, for this first myth? You know, I think a big thing is it's just that, you know, lightning safety. I think a lot of times in 
it, almost before I was a meteorologist, I wasn't too scared of lightning. And then after I realized, you know, the impacts of it, you kind of want to like just make sure that you do go indoors when there is lightning nearby. Yeah. Uh, it's cool to look at, but, you know, make sure you're safe when you're looking Absolutely. at it. Absolutely. And I know mm -hmm. just this past weekend with college football starting, I can't remember the game. I think it was Nebraska and Akron with people seeing the lightning in the distance and they eventually delayed the game, but people just sat in their seats. And there's a picture of an enormous lightning strike with everyone just sitting. And it just, it made the, like, hairs on my arms stand up because it is so dangerous. They yeah. told everyone to evacuate afterwards, but... Uh, lightning is one of those things that I think sometimes people don't realize how dangerous it is, dangerous it is unless, mm -hmm. you know, they experience something or yeah. a close call. Yeah. Um, so that kind of leads me to the next myth. Number two, the second most asked myth on social media was, is it safe to shower during a thunderstorm? And this was one that I kind of had to do a little research on on my own because I've heard, of course, it's it's not safe, and that's that's one thing that you're supposed to do. Which it, you know, it's not. You shouldn't, I guess, shower during a thunderstorm. Of course, the chances of getting struck by lightning are very slim. Of course, and in this case, would be even slimmer. But still, you don't want to take any chances in this yeah. instance, right? And I don't know if you remember. Do you remember the show MythBusters? Yes. Mythbusters actually did an episode mm -hmm. on um, is it safe to shower during a thunderstorm uh, mm -hmm. that has some pretty good visuals that I actually went back and watched a couple clips of uh, before we did this. And they, you know, showed that, um, you know, it is possible that your, you know, water pipes could be struck by lightning during a thunderstorm because, you know, those metal pipes are conductors and conductors mm -hmm. electricity, water, water, all mm -hmm. those things. Um, so you could be struck. And as Natalie said, it's rare. Um, but it could happen. So I did yeah. some more research after that, and there's actually a website, if you want to go to it, called struckbylightning.org. Interesting. Yes, um, that had some really interesting facts on it. Um, it was uh, put in a New York Times article, actually. Uh, a former meteorologist with uh, NOAA, who actually tracks lightning injuries now, said that 10 to 20 people are struck by lightning annually while they're bathing or in the shower. So, I mean, 10 to 20 people, that's, yeah. it's rare, but it's not great odds. You know, I would rather, you know, just if you could just, wait till the storm passes. Right, yeah. If you wait until the storm kind of leaves, then I would do that for sure in that instance. Yeah, it was 10 to 20 people annually while bathing, using faucets, or handling appliances during storms. Mm -hmm. So there's actually people who have been struck by lightning Washing dishes and doing laundry. That's another thing to keep in mind, too, that, you know, you may think, not think of, you know, switching that laundry out during a thunderstorm. You may be indoors trying to get those indoor chores done, but you got to kind of think again when you do that and just wait until that storm moves away. Yeah, that was, I learned a lot uh, from looking up, you know, trying to yeah. learn about that bit. But yeah, so I would say... Is it safe to shower during a thunderstorm? I would probably wait and not risk your yeah. chances. Yeah. I think no is the answer to that one. Yeah. 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 So let's move on to the next one. This is one I actually hadn't heard before, but then I talked to um, everyone on the storm team. Me and Hayden Nix actually had a conversation about it because I hadn't heard it. Um, it was that y you should open your doors and windows if a tornado is approaching. I I've heard that one before, too, and... I feel like a lot of people actually think this is true and would actually go through that effort of doing that when there is a tornado warning. But the truth is, is that opening the windows during a tornado is not 
going to do any, anything. Do anything. Yeah, the first few people, I was like, why, why do people mm-hmm. think that that would, you know, help? And I think it's supposedly people thought it would, it was told that they were told it would equalize the pressure in your house that and uh, prevent damage and keep you safer, which mm-hmm. is not true. Um, yeah. If anything, if it was windy and you opened up all the doors and windows, you could make more of a yeah. mess because you'd have wind coming in from more directions. Yeah, and, and then you're also, I mean, wasting valuable time when you could be maybe gathering some things to go into your safe place instead of opening up windows. So the best thing to do is just not bother with the windows, but best thing to do is just get into your safe place as fast yes. as you can. Don't waste the yeah. time opening windows and things like that and just go get to where uh, your safe spot is in your house. Yeah. So that was an interesting one um, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, the next one on the list is, um, so if you're in your safe spot, okay. say it's your basement, southwest corner is mm-hmm. the safest place to be. I've heard that before, too, and I, I guess the reason being is because typically the storms do come from the southwest, um, but this this isn't going to do anything, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, I mean, being in your safe spot, absolutely. Once you're in your safe spot, one corner isn't going to really make a difference uh, yeah. compared to another. Or, I mean, especially if your safe spot is in a basement, if it's a you know interior room, like a bathroom or a closet, you yeah. know, it's probably a small enough space where it wouldn't yeah. really make a huge difference. So if you have a really safe corner in that northeast corner and it's safer than the southwest corner, don't think that, you know, heading to the southwest is going to do anything different. Just make sure you're just in the safest place in your house no matter what. Yeah, yeah. Um, So the next one is Mm -hmm. you should stop under an overpass to stay safe from storms. This one kind of made me cringe yeah. a little bit. <laughs> I've actually seen YouTube video of this too, and the, the people were actually safe from I know the which, storm. I actually know which one you're talking about, yeah. But it's not because you know they went under an overpass. It's just you know the way that the the storm made its way through didn't have a significant significant impact. But yeah, that's something you shouldn't do either. Yeah, it's actually more dangerous to stop under an overpass because the winds can actually kind of become more violent underneath the overpass. Uh, because of the way, you know, it's oriented. So it could put you at a greater risk, especially if you're getting hit from debris from storms and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is definitely a myth. Right. Um, so if you are in your car and there's a storm coming, you hear a tornado warning or your phone goes off, uh, obviously mm-hmm. you want to get to a building if you can, safe structure. But if you yeah. can't, better off sitting in your car and putting on your seatbelt than you are. Yeah. Go hide under an overpass. Exactly right. Yeah. In fact, getting under an overpass, a lot of times you're at a higher elevation than you would be exactly. like if you That's were to. Point two. Yeah. Get into a, a different location or, you know, try to, you know, get yourself in a ditch or drive into to a ditch in that instance as well. So overpass, definitely not a safe place to be during a thunderstorm or a tornado. Yeah, yeah. Definitely not. Definitely not. So those were, I think that was five, right? Those were the top five most asked myths that we wanted to kind of go mm-hmm. over and make sure people knew what was true and what was fake. Because a lot of those, like your safety could be at risk if, you know, you think something like opening all the windows is true or hiding under an overpass. Yeah. Uh, definitely things you don't don't want to do. Yeah. Um, so now if, Natalie, you want to go over some of the like kind of like myths, the folklore, honorable mentions that we kind of went over. And some of them, yeah, uh, most of them are not true. It's kind of just old wise tales, but they were, yeah. they were interesting. Yeah, there's one that I, I found a little bit of truth to, and it 
was about the the cows and that they lie down when it's going to rain. Okay. Yeah. So interesting. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I I've never actually heard that, but uh, apparently it's one thing's kind of like from the farmers' almanac that. Uh, when the cows lie down, you're going to be expecting rain. There's a little truth behind this because cows actually are more likely to lie down when the weather is cooler and oh. stand when the weather is warmer. So oftentimes, let's say there's you know some rain about to come in, you may see those temperatures drop just a bit more. So maybe some of the, the cows will begin to, to lie down. So... Um, I guess there's a little truth behind that, but it has nothing to do with the rain coming and more than likely just the temperatures that are in the air. Okay, interesting, because yeah. I, I read that. So a couple of people had commented, like, when the cows lay down, the rain is coming, and I was like, I have never heard that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that would make sense, but that makes sense that they, they lay down when the temperatures are cooler. So yeah, yeah. That's, that's interesting. Um, another one that someone kept people kept asking me, and I think they were joking, but it was just kind of funny to share, is that... Yeah. If it's raining while it's sunny outside, is the devil really beating his wife? And I personally can't tell you yes or no to that. I can tell you the <laughs> scientific reason behind, um, you know, if it's raining while sunny, you have a storm on, mm -hmm. you know, the other side, which is you're kind of mm -hmm. uh, maybe moving away or towards you, which is why the sun's coming out. Um, yeah. But don't know to see a rainbow. Part. Yes. I, I feel like it would, yeah. That's <laughs> and it was funny because I thought one person had asked it, but it was multiple. I probably had about 10 people ask me about that one, maybe just because it's a, yeah. something they've grown up hearing. You know. Yeah, there's, you know, a few things growing up, too, that you hear um, that when, you know, it's thunder, that, you know, God and his angels are, are bowling. bowling. Yeah, I always yeah. heard I always heard that one growing up, too. My mom always told me. Yeah. I think it's, like, a lot of times what you tell kids, too, to make them less scared of the storms. Yeah. But you can probably, you know, ex tell them that and then kind of explain yeah. some of the stuff, too, so it'll make them less afraid because yeah. they know more about it. So, yeah. um, so another one that I read that I think was also a farmer's almanac thing is if it rains on the first day of the month it will rain at least 15 days that month there is no scientific proof or rhyme or reason to that yeah. at all i actually did a little bit of research to see why people were saying that and a couple other news stations across the country had heard this too and kind of uh took records so if we were to take records from last month with mm -hmm. rain on the first day um we would have it would have uh been verified because we it was like one of the most rainiest months on record. I yeah. think the seventh rainiest August on record. Yeah. Um, but coincidence, it doesn't happen every month. Uh, so there, again, there's not really a ton of science behind that one. It just depends on the month. And um, when that first day of the month happens to fall on, is it going to fall on a rainy day or not? Exactly. So, so today we're, we're, we're recording this podcast on is it September 1st? December 2nd? September 3rd. 3rd. Did it rain on the first? I don't know if it rained on the first. I don't think, I don't think we got rain. I don't rain. think it did. Saturday, so, no. Yeah. So we'll have to see if we see 15 days of rain in September. Which, but Actually, we have some rain in the forecast, so, so I feel like we're gonna, we are going to likely see 15 it, days It of might rain. happen, but yeah. uh, <laughs> no really scientific reason for that. Uh, another one was foggy mornings in August mean rain or snow during the winter. Mm -hmm. And again, this one really wouldn't have any scientific proof mm -hmm. to it at all, um, just because the the months wouldn't really mm -hmm. there's really no correlation between the the two. But a lot of people yeah. have read that this is another kind of farmer's almanac. Um, I feel like that there's something like maybe you know in the past that that's 
almost been the trend and that's how it came to be a kind of a weather myth is because maybe in the he past seen it more than once yeah oh, yeah foggy august which actually we've had a few foggy mornings uh this past august um which you know typically isn't a foggy month um so it would be interesting, you know, to see how this winter turns out. How but it yeah, turns out. yeah, no really science behind that though. No, it was just far, an interesting yeah. one uh, to note because there's a lot of ones from the from the farmer, farmers almanac, and there's actually a ton of other weather myths out there. I just took mm -hmm. the top five that were most asked on social media, and those were the mm -hmm. top five that I thought two were most important to let people know. Yeah, they were true or false because a lot of them had you know safety involved. Yeah, um, and then these last couple ones were just kind of fun tidbits right. to, to es mention. Especially as we're kind of heading into our transition month, we get into kind of that second severe weather season here in Arkansas. So those tips that we've been talking about, lightning, of course, and you know, uh, tornado safety. Just make sure you keep those in mind as you know we head into these these months ahead. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Especially if we get any severe warnings over the next couple months or so, just remember into your safe spot southwest corner doesn't matter yeah. try not to shower <laughs> there's right. a lot of things i hope you've been taking notes <laughs> yeah yeah if the thunder roars go indoors that's basically, that's basically what you need to remember yeah uh, the thunder yeah. roars go indoors um so yeah i think that's gonna wrap up our uh, very first podcast again this will be a weekly thing where we go over a new topic um every mm -hmm. week uh, and it'll be all different sorts of weather topics and if you are listening uh, feel free to reach out to either Natalie or I on social media um, with, you know, if you have more weather myths that yeah. you maybe want explained or if you have a topic that you want us to cover, mm -hmm. uh, we could, you know. Definitely. Yeah, give us some ideas. Um, and, you know, we like to talk about weather, so I feel like, you know, we could probably just go on and on about it. So let us know your ideas, and we'll be doing this weekly with the Arkansas Storm Team. Uh, I guess coming up in one of the next weeks, we have, you know, the rest of the team, Hayden Nix. We have Chief Keith Monahan, Chief Jeff Baskin, and uh, Pat Walker as well. And we'll all kind of be, you know, doing this together throughout the weeks to come. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone between the six of us will have, you know, tons of ideas for you guys. And a lot mm -hmm. of them will they'll mostly be weather-based, but I know there's a couple of things I want to talk about, like uh, taking photos of weather, you know, weather mm -hmm. history. So it'll kind of cover all types of weather especially if you're a weather nerd then hopefully yeah. you will i feel like, like we have a lot of those in arkansas yeah it's a, it's a good it's state, a good state for, to, for weather especially with all the crazy weather we have um, yeah every day so uh we're going to sign off for now thanks for listening um if you want to add anything thanks for being with us this morning for our first podcast i'm excited about it yeah. so share this with your friends of course you know let them know that there's a uh, neat weather podcast. That's yeah, starting up definitely here. share with your friends. Then you could, you know, follow me and Nat on social media. I'm at Kelly D Weather on everything, and then your Nat Walters WX on everything as well. All so. right, awesome. Well, we will talk to you guys soon. Thanks for listening.